Hey, welcome back to the Daily Devo here on the Waypoint Church Podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. It's actually uh, a snippet of an interview that we did with Gerald Fatiomi back in February at the weekend 2020. Uh, Gerald was our speaker for that event, and we were able to uh, sneak off for a few minutes after one of the sessions and got to talk about a, a variety of things. And so I just pulled out a part of that. We were kind of saving that longer episode for something else, and it, it just never felt like the right time. Uh, but Gerald has a new book that's coming out June 15th uh, called When Life Gives You Lemons. And so this felt like a good opportunity to uh, promote that a little bit and, and just get his voice in front of you. Uh, in this clip, we talk about a few things, one of them being a tour that he started, a conference uh, called the Forgot So Love Tour. Gerald was a high school pastor at Browns Bridge Church, part of the North Point Network. Uh, he had a high school ministry of between eight and 900 high schoolers meeting every week. And he left that to start this new conference, which gathers on college campuses. It combines you know, aspects of a conference, speaking, music, all of that. But it really leverages students to be the hands and feet of Jesus and partner with local nonprofits to impact communities. Uh, so a really amazing vision. So we talk about that. We also talk about Gerald's first book called Before You Go, uh, which is directed at uh, high school seniors graduating, going into college. And uh, so we talk briefly just about what that moment is like and especially what that means for the church going forward. So I hope that you enjoy the conversation. Uh, you can follow Gerald on Instagram. It's just his name, at Gerald Fatiomi. And especially right now in this cultural moment with everything happening in Minnesota and throughout the country. Uh, Gerald's content is a really beautiful perspective and something I think that all of us can benefit from. So I would encourage you to go follow him, uh, support the book when it comes out on June 15th. And uh, one of these days, hopefully we'll play the full episode. But for now, here it is. This is Gerald. And so you you step out, you create this nonprofit, and you start basically with nothing to launch this event that college students are going to come to. And most conferences, you know, people come really to to be poured into and to consume. And I, I was trying to not say consume because I don't mean that in a bad way. There's yeah. things that are really beautiful about that. But you set out and you said, what if it wasn't just that? Yep. Let's do that because we think that's important. But as a part of that, let's go out and serve. Yeah. And so yeah. your first event, I mean, you've got the guys you were talking about. You got Sojo, you got Grant, you got Reed, you've got the Passion Band, you've yeah. got Inside Out coming to lead, yeah. which is insane. Yeah. Formerly Inside Out, North Point Worship now. Yeah. Oh, amazing, yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up. It's, it's all changing <laughs> too quick. Um, and so you said you did 16 service projects. What mm -hmm. what were some of those? What did that look like? Yeah, man, there was a wide range of projects. Um, students served the homeless. Uh, students went to senior living facilities and cared on people. Um, students did some work with women who were recovering from domestic violence. Um, students rebuilt houses. Wow. Um painted houses for widows, uh, revitalized communities, gardens. I mean, just all types of random projects that they needed in the wow. city. Wow. So. And I just love, you know, kind of in the midst of um, all the heat that this next generation is taking for, yeah. you know, being selfish, being um, not really caring about things in the way that maybe people want them to. And Yeah, I feel like they get a bad rap for I that, do too. I, honestly, I would... 
I would argue the opposite. I think this generation is more socially conscious than any other generation before. And culture has done a really good job of capitalizing on that, right? right. So you look at things like Black Lives Matter, the Me Too movement, the movement that started in Florida against gun gun violence yep, and gun right. control. And so you look at culture and they're capitalizing on the fact that there is a young, hungry generation who's going, enough of you guys telling us we have to wait. We're going to do something now. And I just believe that if our culture and our society is going to change, the banner should not be waved by culture. It should be waved by Christians. And Jesus is the one who set the standard for caring and loving for people and changing things for the benefit of others. And so uh, I think there's a generation coming behind us who's going, consuming is great. There's a time to be filled up. Um, but we've become consumeristic almost to a fault. Right. And I think they're going, we want the real thing. We want in on what God is doing. We want to be a part of this movement that's bigger than us. So don't tell us to sit back and watch. We want to do something. Love it, dude. So Love it. So currently you guys are really investing into University of Georgia yeah. in Athens. And you have plans, I guess, to, to expand that, to get to other places. Yeah. But right now you're doing more than just the conference, right? Totally. You're doing kind of monthly type things. Yeah. Yeah. So our goal, uh, the conference is really just a means to an end, right? Like the goal is to connect students to local nonprofits who are doing great work in the community uh, and to have the hands and feet of Jesus represented all over the city. And so uh, we do the conference to introduce introduce students to local nonprofits. Um, and then every month we're doing projects where students can go and serve at some of those places that they served at conference. And the hope is to do conference in that city every year as a way to kind of revitalize and, and bring new energy in the students who have been serving all year to fill them back up. Cool. You know? um, but also to introduce new students because college is constantly turning over, introduce new students to the opportunities that are available to them on the campus. So we're focusing on UGA right now and uh, God willing, we'll be adding a couple more campuses every year. So, awesome. And yeah. do you have dates for 2020 conference? Yeah, around? October 23rd and 24th. Okay. So, yeah. All right. And people can go where to? For GodSoLoveTour.com. Um, tickets are available. They're only 45 bucks. So yeah, Amazing. Awesome. Amazing. Well, I, I think we're sending some students down this year. Come That's on. what I heard. So I'm, I'm hoping it happens. I think it'd, I think it'd be amazing. It. Yeah. So, so that's one aspect of what you're doing right now. Yeah. But you've kind of got your hands in a ton of different places right now. You, yep. before we met, you had released your first book yeah. uh, called Before You Go. Yep. And that was kind of a like, a transition manual for high school seniors going into college, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How's the response been from that? How's, what's the feedback been, the stories? Yeah, it's been nuts, man. Uh, I feel like I'm just full of crazy stories, but you're literally asking questions about all of the crazy moments I've yeah, ever had. Yeah, right? come on. And so a couple of years ago, um, actually right I had just finished writing the book, so I had the manuscript for it, but it had not been published. Um, actually, had just given it to Reggie Joyner at Orange to get him to, to put eyes on it. It's um, not a bad dude to send a manuscript. <laughs> right, right. So I'm in Memphis. My wife and I are there for the MLK 50. It's celebrating the 50th anniversary, yeah. anniversary of Martin Luther King's passing. And um, we're on a bus, and this guy named Mike looks at me. I've never talked to him about writing a book. He looks at me, and he goes, hey, man, did you just write a book? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, how on. do you know that? Yeah. He said, hey, this is weird. I usually like try to run away from moments like this, but I felt like the Lord told me to tell you it's going to do way better than you could ever imagine because wow. you didn't write it for yourself. You wrote it to genuinely help people. Uh, and that's really been the response, right? Like, thousands of students have been reading this book and I've been getting random like Instagram messages. I got an Instagram message earlier this week from a girl um, who just finished her first semester of college is starting her second. 
And she said to me, hey, Gerald, I got your book before I went to college. I didn't read it because I'm a college student. (laughs) Um, But first semester was really hard and it was sitting in my dorm. And so I picked it up and read it. And she said, everything that you said in that book was my first semester of college. And so now I'm actually going to try to apply some of the things that you said. It was super helpful for me. Wow. um, So it's just been cool um, to see the Lord move in that. I didn't intend to write a book, but... Uh, it kind of happened by mistake, but the Lord's has been using it in some cool ways. Yeah. Well, it's, it's even been cool for us here. You obviously spoke at the weekend last year. Yeah. And so as part of that, you know, our, our students got a hold of that book and started reading things. And it's cool. It's, it's been cool to see them grab a hold of a, a moment, a transition in life that could, it's a, it's a pretty big moment. Yeah. Like things could go either way there. 70%, it's worse than that. 70% of students who have a faith in high school are walking away from their faith in college. Wow. So it's, it. I mean, I dare say epidemic. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's a major issue in the church and it's been a major issue in the church for a really long time. The problem now is back in the day, students would walk away from faith in college, but then they'd have kids and they'd come back. Sure. Well, now statistics are saying they're not coming back. And so losing them in college is a bigger deal than it's ever.